1: Fine. Everything's wrong. Everything is fine. Nothing's wrong. Everything is fine. Nothing is wrong. Fine. Everything's wrong. Fine. Everything's wrong. Fine. Everything's wrong. Fine. Everything's wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dustin Chafin.
2: Yay. yay what's up everybody welcome to dustin's vinyl yay. give it up for anthony yay what's wrong anthony seriously what is wrong <laughs> everything you have that face people want to you know you that's <laughs> those sad eyes those puppy dog eyes people yeah. want to make sure you're okay so resting sad face resting sad face Yeah. <laughs> I have that, too. People always think something's wrong. I'm like, just get, it's you. It's nothing wrong. It's you that you're talking to me. That's what's making it wrong. I'm, I was fine until you started talking to me. I use that a lot. Uh, but I don't have very many friends. I have you guys. It's all I yeah, got. Yeah, we I get got. each other. That's what it is. I got it. I got it. Speaking of my other friends are here on the show, please give it up for Adam Holt, and Jeffrey Paul, everybody. Yeah. Right. look go. at that. See? I'm... Bring him in earlier and earlier. That means I like you guys. And, uh, that's good. You know, even like Jeff. Future, even Jeff. What is even? You I'm got Jeff. your Mets jersey. You got your Mets jersey. You I'm excited? Getting ready for opening
3: day, man. When is that? This week. It's uh, ah. I think oh, that's Friday. funny. Friday, yeah, that's fun. every team is playing.
2: That's great. Yeah, I didn't get to a baseball game here. I want to do a Dodgers game or something this year. But uh, the Mets. I love that stadium. That's so fun. Yeah. Good food. Best food ever. Yeah. And there's not really a bad seat. Like it's the way it's designed is fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's I love smaller
3: it. than the old stadium, which was Shea Stadium. Yeah. You know, it's smaller by about 20,000 seats.
2: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It's uh, but it's great. I love it. Censored that it's smaller. I, I like that old Yankee Stadium too. I remember when I first got to New York, that old one was great. But oh, they the it original, was almost yeah. Like, the original, it was almost like they had a, you know, it was it wasn't fair because they knew how to. Hit that one right side or something. It just yeah. felt like if they could always hit that one one side and get a, a homer every porch. Time. Yeah, right.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> like I gotta say, <said>, <laughs> City Field is not good for a concert. Shea Stadium mm. wasn't good either, but City Field I think is worse. Yeah, who've you seen there? I saw. Uh, I went to the stadium tour there last year. I went to go see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, that nice. whole thing. Okay. And, yeah, I didn't think it was all that good. You know, uh, th- thought the show was a little too long, and secondly you know i just thought like the sight lines are, pr- are pretty hard
2: yeah stadium stuff is is interesting i saw um a show at the cowboy stadium that was that was pretty good but it's, it was so big you know and then uh i uh yankee stadium i saw a game the new yankee stadium i saw uh, a show it was the metallica um, oh wow it was some,
3: was Metal what was that the four whatever the oh you was- went to go see oh you went to go see the fourth uh, Thresh bands
2: that yeah Metallica oh, Slayer Anthrax, yeah Slayer, and Slayer. yeah That's that was pretty that cool was- yeah it was, it was good it was good it was definitely we had pretty good seats but oh
1: and
3: then- right.
2: well that helps. Yeah. Yeah, well, Giant Stadium. We got there like four hours early. Stood in line on the sidewalk, whatever, in the summer, and we got front row. I caught picks and everything. Whoa! That was like oh, we were, we were right, in, right in the front, man. It was just like ah, you know, it was great. I never done, I've never in anything like that, but it was great. It was really cool. I'm yeah, I'm this, never, I never I'm going get
3: this that close to Giant Stadium to see Metallica. Oh yeah, oh, okay. oh yeah. It's Metallica, Pantera, and Mammoth. Nice. Oh, Okay.
2: This is when I know I have probably one of the coolest chicks on the planet, um, you know, because a lot of guys buy, you know, tickets or gifts. And um, I got Leah's really into Alice Cooper. So we got Al- I got her Alice Cooper tickets and she's through the moon. Nice. <laughs> so, that's it's really- Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. That's need, a good bill.
3: Nita uh, Strauss is back in the band. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah so uh- she's a really good guitar player.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I it's, this is a time to see him. He's getting up there, so where's he yeah. playing?
3: Is he playing a small venue? Uh,
2: it's like uh, I don't know where it is. Somewhere Anaheim, Anaheim. I could think where the Angels play, probably.
3: Oh, cool. No, he's not playing. He's playing at baseball stadium.
2: I Think so? Yeah, it's with Holy Rob Zombie, dude, and it's, it's Alice Cooper. It's like it's that's, not. He's not.
3: He's it, not playing House of Blues. <laughs> no, but that's, that's got to be about you know for a concert. That's got to be about yeah. 50,000 seats.
2: Well, they don't do the whole thing, you know. They they cut it off, probably cut it in half. You know, the would you yeah, they probably won't be playing like the it.
3: arena where the ducks play. It's I, you
2: know, will double check, but I'm pretty sure it's Anaheim Stadium. I don't know what that is. I saw him at a
1: a, a small. I think it was at Roseland, maybe when I was in oh, high yeah. school. It was a Halloween show. Nice. So that was a cool. He was he was, a was cool on show.
3: he was supporting Motley Crue for a while. And he also supported Kiss. And then when he went out on his own, he was playing like, you know, he'd play like stuff around here, kind of like Adam, like maybe like the Welmont. Yeah. You know? So yeah. know, even even with Rob Zombie. The Honda still...
2: Center. the uh, that's I mean, the Honda Center in Anaheim. But that's, I think that's... Be like at
3: least a hockey stadium.
2: Yeah. I don't know what that is. Now, the where Honda they make stadium.
3: Hondas? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they I do. can't keep Hondas, track of. And then they play goth rock. <laughs> 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 they
1: have concerts at sports arenas but they're all owned by corporations i never know what the hell it is yeah honda whatever they're paying for, I,
3: the, they're paying for the sponsorship is what they're doing yeah, yeah well that's pays for the stadium yeah. hmm. that
2: works can't uh you can't you can't have a life without sponsors you know what i mean <laughs> like, what, just, what do they have, look, like we the, don't exist anymore I know. Art, art i'm working on getting a personal
3: money. sponsor for myself
2: well, you see I what baseball one. teams are doing sober. now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> baseball teams now for the first time on their jerseys and on the batting helmets, because salaries are, I mean, through the roof, you know, what they're paying these guys. Uh, they're going to do sponsorships on, on like, you know, their uniforms.
1: Oh, like a NASCAR wow.
3: car. Yeah. like Or like <laughs> what they, they started doing in hockey. Because like Otani, he becomes a free agent at mm-hmm. the end of this year. He's going to get between 50 and $60 million a year.
2: Yeah. He's wow. the biggest
3: okay. baseball player in the world.
2: 18,000
3: seats at the Honda Center. Wow. Yeah, that's the hockey. Oh, game. but that, then they still is cut that it. the hockey? Okay. Yeah. They still they, cut they it. Make, a, a, what they may house. do is they could curtain that from on the yeah. top sometimes. They do that to Prudential. When I saw um, Hailstorm and Evanescence, yeah. they didn't sell out the yeah. whole thing. But they, they you were there, right? I was there, like, yeah. They, they, nice. a, and that was excellent. Yeah, that's a good venue to a see both show. bands. Because yeah. that means well, they're going to put on a really good show. Like, you know, something visual.
2: Yeah, well, I'm with Bergazzi this week, and we're doing uh, where the Penguins play PSG and the PNC nice. and all these like huge arenas. And usually, well, they'll probably be about eight thousand seats, and then they will curtain off some, but you know, it depends. But well, he's uh, he sold out Bridgestone, and that's seventeen thousand seats. In Damn,
1: that's oh, Alice wow. Cooper numbers. Sold it
2: out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. That's, right. we, that's we awesome. Should, we're gonna have like ten thousand seats probably on uh, Friday, so that's pretty great. I've never had ten thousand. I had six thousand once, but. That's so pretty cool. Damn, that's awesome. 10,000. Yeah, awesome. know, I'm going to do all new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am because I, you know, this is really funny see, so, you know, I dropped a special cranky pants and uh, check it out guys on dry bar. And it's really funny. It's like, um, you know, when you start to get stuff out there and then you realize how people just come at you online, you know, positive and negative. And I tell yeah. you people, I, uh, they released a clip on, um, the greasy pig contest joke I do. And I tell you, there's probably one group of people you don't want mad at you. That's participants and supporters of a greasy pig contest. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going crazy. You don't know about pigs. What you know about greasy pig? I grease you up. Like they're just coming at me online. (laughs) Wow. All all misspelled. All the things. Gotta love the
3: internet. Yeah, it's just it's just a positive, fun place, isn't it?
2: Well, it's just so ridiculous. It's like, I mean, it used to be like, you know, if you made a comment, like it was, you know, public and you you had to speak up, you had to talk to a person, you had to really, you know, if you really want to hurt somebody, you had to say it out loud. Now it's like, you know, they just hide behind their computer like these, you know, little cyber cowards. Like, it's just really bad. Do
3: you I remember mean, a couple of years ago, Lady Gaga was on, um, you know, the what, what's what's that award show, the MTV Music Awards? Yeah. So I put out a tweet. I just put out, you know, hey, you know, great set. She rocked it. So I was like, what are you gay? Yeah. Kinda. I am I'm, I'm gay because I like Lady God. <laughs> that's yeah. I'm homosexual <laughs> because I like a brand of music. I like because I that's because I wrote that.
2: I mean No, it, you're you're not it, 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 gay because you like Lady Gaga. You're gay because you like Broadway musicals. We know that, Jeff. That's
3: <laughs> you <like> Broadway musicals. <laughs> yeah. you know Go see Book of Mormon. Tell me you don't like it. I love Dude, oh, you kidding me? I lived one. I lived that life. I loved it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I literally lived the Book of Mormon. So yes. It's, you know
2: what that, I was that's fantastic.
1: I, you know what I started watching uh last night? What? You reminded me because he's <laughs> I was watching uh My Name is Earl. Ah,
2: fun I hung and out with that guy the guy who created it didn't Greg you say Daniel. you yeah. you
1: went in for it
2: I did I auditioned yeah. for it yeah we, uh, it was, for it. that yeah, was yeah. really funny to be at his house and say so, yeah I, I almost got this <laughs> <laughs> you hung out with him after uh, at his house like Nate yeah. knows him and we all hung out at his house wow. to play poker and I was That's just like so it was just really and Nate told him that like because he was there when I like got the call back and everything yeah so it was like really funny <laughs> I showed him the headshot that I had I had like a trucker hat on and you know
1: so funny oh yeah I saw that you showed me the photos yeah yeah. so I was yeah.
2: watching it last night and I just kept picturing yeah. you in, yeah. in it instead <laughs> yeah it was, you know that guy was just a better actor I guess yeah. <laughs> better actor who wound up getting the role Jason uh, Lee Jason Lee who's not even Southern at all but whatever no oh, fuck, fuck <laughs> that. he did a good job he looked good in a mustache that's all Sometimes pretty that's
1: sweet mustache, mustache. And yeah. I was Earl when that show came out. I did it uh, for Halloween.
3: Yes. Like a year after and the show. came out So he, that's my he, connection to it. He, he was also in, Jason Lee was in um, Almost Mall Famous. Almost Famous. Almost yeah, Famous. Singer, and he was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Lead, the singer lead, singer lead singer in Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Love that.
1: Love that yeah. movie. I seen also it in a while. Mall Rats. Yeah, Mall Rats. And Amy. Alvin and the Chipmunks.
3: <laughs> Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> he was Dave, wasn't he? He was Dave oh, and Alvin and the Chipmunks.
1: I forgot. About I used that. to
2: love album The Chipmunks. That's it's so funny. When you're a kid. You realize all it was was just speeding up the record. But
1: you're yeah. So I loved it too. They did an 80s revival. Mm. That was what I. And then I then I saw the original run.
2: Yeah. Later, it's a great show. Yeah. Well, the early stuff they just they slowed it down and that didn't work. And then so and <laughs> they realized let's speed it up. They had to speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> So cool. So today we're talking about uh, movies and music and kind of the blend of how that works together. And uh, yeah, fake bands. Who is your favorite? Like uh, bands that were created through uh, the screenplay and through the directors and things like that. And uh, yeah, there's been a lot of movies where, you know, there's a band in the movie. Sometimes it's a real band, you know, you you'll watch a movie and you'd be like Madonna's singing in Vision Quest at the bar, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like a real thing and it becomes a, a single and it's like a real movie. But then a lot of times it's fictitious where maybe the maybe the band is real, but. The actor singing it is not a real singer, but maybe not a bad singer, but not like a traditional band singer. And they just kind of put them in the part and whatever other person or whatever. So That's always an interesting thing, I think, when they do that. So um, I look, I was trying to do random pulls today. I didn't really have. I did have one that was a fake. One was real and one was fake. And speaking of gay. Um, <laughs> Liza Minnelli. <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've seen her in concert. <laughs> of course you have. Um, So yeah, I get a lot. I don't even know where this came from, but this is apparently Robert oh, De Niro yeah. is an amazing saxophone player. I had no idea. What, Robert, Robert what De Niro. Is that with,
3: what? what? Is that with Robert De Niro. This is Robert De Niro and play? Liza Minnelli.
2: I this is a movie
3: this. called New York,
2: New York original songs by John Cander uh, Fred Ebb musical supervisor Ralph Burns yeah I, I i don't even think i've listened to it but some somehow it's in my collections people give me records sometimes and uh, it's he good like a, on it i don't know i think so Liza's great so i bet it's okay i mean he's pretending to be a sax player so it's like that's that's oh, the thing oh he doesn't part. actually play the sax no, on the, on the come on. Okay. no there's no <laughs> way yeah you think bobby de niro's Playing Coltrane, I don't think so. Gonna play
3: the sax now. I'm gonna play the sax now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you the you? sax. You playing for me? Um But you yeah, play a little so, yeah. I don't know anything a bit, about this bit, album, bit. but if you guys want to check it out, it's, it could be a funny movie. It might be. Oh, he's still going. I love it. <laughs> 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 You're still doing this awful De Niro impression. That should like. be bit. the show. <laughs> you, look, you look more like Woody Allen when you do that, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <he's> like, <gasps> he also plays music. He uh, he does, but clarinet actually. But I yeah. don't, Robert doesn't play music. This is yeah, a, yeah, this yeah. is he, an
3: act. He's faking
2: it. <laughs> he's faking it. Just like he tried to do stand-up, too. I don't know. He did a movie like he was a comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh man, I watched that. It was awful. Yeah, comedian or something. Uh, I, I didn't, didn't like, like you didn't that like
1: comedian. No, I didn't like it. Wait, you weren't in uh, that, were you? No. Oh,
2: okay. No. King of Comedy, <laughs> I liked. I thought that was phenomenal. King that's of a great, great. That's a great movie. He he plays a perfect talk show host. And he was great in the Joker. I think he that's he was the great role. Joker, yeah. right? that's, that's the role that he plays movie, well, though. Yeah, yeah. Did you see King of Comedy, Anthony?
1: I don't think I saw that one. Oh
2: my god, dude! It's like the greatest. It's like one of the. That's best. not De Niro.
3: It is De Niro. No, he's Rupert Pumpkin.
1: Wait, which one is the one? Yeah, where but he's De Niro's a comedian. playing him. Is what I'm saying. He plays a stand-up comic, and and uh, then he like gets heckled at one point, and he gets into a fight, and somebody films it. No, that's comedian. Okay, I didn't that's really like comedian. that one. Okay, I didn't see the other one.
2: No, this is Scorsese, right? Did he, do oh, it? He, yeah. know he did. No, he did After Hours. He did. He did it too, right? King of Comedy
3: or did yeah. it After Hours? No, he did, did After it. Hours.
2: He did After Hours and, yeah, and King he of did Comedy. King and Comedy. Right? Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I hope so. I hope Jerry right. Lewis was in it, right? We're talking about the same movie.
2: Yeah. 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 It's Scorsese. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. It's fantastic. All right, I got it right. You know, when you like second guess your your references, you're yeah. like, is that right? Because <laughs> we're all winging it here with no Google. You're just like, I think that's right. I think that's, you ever try to sneak Google, uh, uh, Jeffrey, you ever do that? Where somebody's talking to you and you're just like, really? I think it was the fourth album. You're like, eh. and you look it up. Like, yeah, man, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think every week I do something like that. I do it a lot on Zoom. I don't do it on this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: Let's see. So then we have uh, this is hilarious. This is not even open. I don't know how I'm getting all these records. It's not necessarily <laughs> a fake fake movie. <laughs> not a fake movie, but a fake woman. Tootsie. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. This would be a different movie today. They would, uh, it would not be a comedy. It would just be a drama. Uh, <laughs> so this is uh, Tootsie. Yeah, with uh, my favorite, who I was named after, Dustin Hoffman. This is... Uh, Fun, wow, uh, it's a great you know, movie. I don't, really, I don't know anything about the music. It is a good movie. I don't know about the music. I'm hoping that there's some like, uh, I don't know, some like uh, score, really good score, like you know, orchestral orchestra. What do you call it? Orchestra music. Well, no, it's, yeah,
3: there is. It is a good. I I think there is someone pretty famous. Um, Stephen Bishop. Could, well, Stephen Bishop. Yeah, he used to do a yeah. lot of those. I I thought maybe it was Bert Backrack, but he may have wrote a song or two on that as well maybe i don't see it here there were there were some some hits off of that i believe
2: well tootsie yeah. i think i might be you it might be you is like the theme from tootsie i think that's a hit and then the song tootsie i think and then
3: uh go tootsie I don't know. go
2: <laughs> tootsie tootsie roll roll <laughs> um media zap i don't know what that is but anyway so uh, not uh, sealed. So if anybody wants to buy this, hit me up. It's sealed <laughs> it's, in the package. That's worth something. <laughs> it might be, right? It could it be. be. I, would, I looked at it. It opened it. was worth 30 bucks. So it sealed, it might be worth something. Yeah.
3: What, you, what would you take for that, Dustin? Uh,
2: th- for this? Yeah. 31. Someone has- oh, if someone wants to buy it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I always go high. I go 100.
3: Okay. 100 someone- bucks. All right, so it's out there in Twitch. You want an unopened copy bucks. Of, of Tootsie, Tootsie or, or on Old Amazon Vine.
2: Music wherever you're listening to us or seeing us. 100 yeah, hundred bucks, hundred bucks,
1: hundred bucks. Maybe you sign more. it.
2: You sign the outside. I just say Dustin, which is technically, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be Hoffman, could be Chafin. We don't know. <laughs> My mom was pregnant when she saw uh, Midnight Cowboy, so the whole thing makes sense. Cowboy, Midnight, <laughs> Dustin, yeah. You know. <laughs> so um and then here's you know this origin is, story it is it's my origin name story so this is uh one of my favorite movies as a kid uh it's oh, just a, it's yes. just a soundtrack but uh night shift is such Rated a fantastic movie. movie and uh i think it's uh ron
3: howard's first director uh his his first I think movie you're right. directed i, I know you yeah. know what's the end song on that it's it's uh, the original version of that's what friends are for not the one with uh stevie oh, nice yeah, I it's, always remember that's a great movie. That's one of yeah. the greatest
2: under uh Rock, I think, is the name. But there's some My good man. stuff like Talk Talk is on here, Heaven yeah. Seventeen, they were big for a second. Um, let's see, Quarter Flash. That they, they're the theme, they're the, the right. night shift. That's the song. It's a great song. It opens up yeah. it opens up the movie. Yeah, Pointer Sisters, uh, the Love Too Good to Last, and Rod Stewart. Yeah, he does the what that's what friends are for. Maybe that's who you're talking about? Rod yeah, Stewart or no?
3: But, but remember, remember it was like a huge hit. They did it as a benefit for uh, AIDS. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dionne it Warwick was, and all those people. Was, I D- think D- so. Dan Warwick, uh Dionne Warwick, uh, Gladys Knight, uh, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder. Oh, nice. But it was originally, I think, written for this movie. Yeah.
2: I think this is also Michael Keaton's first role. And so this is, this is a fantastic. Have you seen it, Anthony? It's really good. I haven't seen it. I'm an it. idea, it's, man. But I
1: love Michael Keaton.
2: Yeah, you know, Michael Keaton's Shelley I'm Long. It's a great, great movie. Henry Winkler, the uh-huh, Fonz. Come on, hey.
1: the Fonz is in this.
2: Fonz is great. Hey. He's a great. Actor.
1: Love, love him. Love I yeah, love all your Winkler. impressions
2: today, Anthony. They're just <laughs> really bad, and I want hey. you to keep them coming. Please keep them coming. Ron <laughs> Howard put his brother in it. Clint
3: Howard makes an appearance yeah, well, in this movie. Yeah, Clint's great. Clint I Howard, is fantastic stuff. He's yeah.
2: always you see him come up in all these weird roles. Well, Belzer
3: is in that movie.
2: He is. Belzer is in this movie. This is a very Belzer movie. You have to wear sunglasses to appreciate it but um it's uh yeah it's a good movie man you get a chance night shift and the soundtrack's not bad either so uh yeah that's my uh random pools of movies one fake that was robert de niro playing the text with yeah. Liza minnelli so we all gotta we all gotta research that movie for next time new york mm-hmm. new york see how new bad york. it really is uh, i want to listen it. to the music i'm sure it's yeah. really bad and then today it was funny because we you know we did all these uh bands that were from the movies and i think it was i don't know if you guys did this but i think it would be a just disju- uh i a disservice to l- not watch the video of the movie with the song in it because just to listen to the songs i felt like mm-hmm. you know not uh, not that great but you watch the movie you know and you see the song hear the song and everything i think it, it really makes it kind of come to life because it's like if you're just listening to it i don't think it does it you know justice or whatever so anyway, I hope you guys did the YouTube.
0: Uh let's start with Adam.
2: What did you bring right. us today, Adam?
0: So I went with uh Streets of Fire from 1984. Oh, I got wow. uh I don't have I have the vinyl, but this is the DVD. DVD. Nice. <laughs> Remember those kids? DVD booklet. Oh yeah. And um so this uh the band in it was um uh called Ellen Aim and the Attackers, which is uh Ellen Aim is the uh character played by Diane Lane. And um, so basically, the movie has so it has Diane Lane, it has uh, Michael uh, pare it's got uh, Rick Moranis, um, it has uh, Willem Dafoe as the. Uh, oh, the, the villain. oh my gosh. And, so good. <laughs> and uh, it has uh, actually a very young, uh, actually, I think one of his earliest roles, Bill Paxton, in it. Nice. And um, it was the. So this movie was uh, billed as a Rock and Roll Fable. And it basically just follows um, Ellen Aime as she uh, she's a rock star, gets kidnapped and uh, her ex, Michael Paré, shows up in town to rescue her from Willem Dafoe. Uh, It's a pretty basic plot, but it's uh, very stylized. It's a it's a fun movie. It did terrible at the box office, but um, (laughs) but it kind of became a cult, uh, a cult film, mostly on its soundtrack, which, uh, um, you know, it's it's got I actually got to pull it up here. I mean, you had a, uh, you had a, the, the big song from it was Dan Hartman's uh, I Can Dream About You. And um, besides that, you kind of, it, it was a lot of 80s songs, but also there were some 50s songs thrown in there. There's some swing in there with the the blasters. But uh, so, it, but in the movie, um, so the two songs I pick were Nowhere Fast and Tonight Is What It Means to Be Young. Um, both songs performed, um, well, I mean, it's, they're both concert kind of, you know they're, they're, the um nowhere fast opens the movie um tonight is what it means to be young ends the movie it's uh diane lane up on stage with uh with her band so it's ellen aim and the attackers but it's really it's where it gets complicated um so it is they took two different uh women to singer songs there's laurie Sargent saying um uh tonight is what uh wait no she's saying uh See I was saying, it's complicated. <laughs> uh Lori <Laurie> Sargent sang <laughs> um Nowhere Fast. Holly uh Holly Sherwood sang Tonight is what it means to be young. They build them as Fire Incorporated. And the band itself was um uh Lori Sargent's band Face to Face, which who play the instruments on stage with uh Diane Lane. But uh but both these songs are written face by Face to uh, Face in the 80s had a big hit called 1098. Uh, so both these songs were written by Jim Simon. He wrote, um, uh, it was a Bonnie Tyler's um, Holding Out for a Hero on Footloose and um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. And both these songs just remind me of both those songs. Nowhere Fast just sounds so much like um, uh, Holding Out for a Hero. And uh, Tonight Is What It Means to Be Young is, especially the beginning, is very much like Total Eclipse of the Heart. And I mean, these are these are just big, grand kind of cheesy 80s power ballads for the most part. Uh, But I mean, it's it fits it fits the uh, the tone. This is a very I mean, this this is a very kind of basic movie. It's it's very uh, um, there's a lot of cliches in it, but it is um, just visually such a fun such a it's it's got such a cool visual palette to it and. and i don't know these songs just they they i think they work in it um there's two other songs that this band uh has in this film which is sorcerer by jeff's favorite artist stevie nicks and uh <laughs> and uh and the other one is um uh, i can't find it now but um <laughs> you smoke weed today adam <laughs> <laughs> i'll never be no you know, so <laughs> So I was trying to read up on these songs, and it gets so confusing because there's multiple people that are singing it, either on the soundtrack or singing it in the film. uh, And there was a whole lot of rights issues that were going on. So anyway, the the interesting thing about "Never Be You," which is the other song they did, was uh, it was written by Tom Petty. So uh, ah okay, but um, but yeah, this was a um, you know, this was a underappreciated kind of underrated film that's gotten a cult audience, and uh, yeah, it's worth checking out.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely over the top, which yep. is it. It feels like a music video the entire. Movie feels like that. um This is like my dad's favorite movie. He loved it, man. He watched yeah, it over and over. My dad, yeah, loved this movie it's, too. <laughs> it's funny because it takes you know, for, it takes like the fifties and kind of you know dramatizes all that stuff, and then you know, and the greasers and all that. Because yeah, our dads were you know around all that and the motorcycles and all that. Place
3: in the fifties? No, it's, it's well,
2: it's it, but it's greasers are which are kind of from the fifties, the era. I mean, they they look like they're from Streetcar Named Desire. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a fictional you know time zone or time era or whatever what, right. what is it does it does well, it doesn't give you
0: at the beginning it says another time another place because they wanted to combine the 50s and the 80s yeah they wanted, <laughs> okay. give you, they wanted to make it kind of timeless <laughs> yeah and it because it is all over the place yeah
3: that's <laughs> confusing it, it is timeless
0: it is not yeah right <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but it's <laughs> but it is you know it's a time it, you know it is did you you know i don't know if anthony if you watched the the video or you just listen to the music if you just I, listen to the music you're not going to get it at all
1: i watched the video okay i don't know if it was from the it looked like a music video but yeah, yeah i yeah, think I it was saw. i think it was from the movie
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody's hotter than Diane Lane, Um, even at her age now. Like she's the beautiful. So she's so sexy. She's pulling off this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely not the eels or anything. It's not, (laughs) you know, they're not trying to be, you know, they're 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 doing like a musical production of a, you know, it's kind of like how the Elvis movie was like, you know, it's just like over the top and, you know, fun I don't know. I don't think it was meant to be some masterpiece, maybe at the time, because a lot of people did drugs and then thought what they were doing was incredible. But yeah. uh I think it holds up far as most 80s things. Um, but uh her voice sounds good. She sang, or she she didn't sing at all. That no, was she all lip sing. sync. All. Oh, okay. She was oh, all she lip sync. It was okay. So that's that makes it a little bit different. But um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, it was good for its time. I think the uh, that first song is pretty. Pretty 80s man it's like fast yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah
2: it was fast and then the there other was he kind he of is. a ballad right is that
0: yeah uh tonight's yeah. what it means to be young but that's what yeah. that's what gets confusing is that they used four different I think because even when I'm looking at the soundtrack even uh her other two songs are are under different singers um sorcerer Mar- Marilyn Martin and then never be you Maria McKee so they pretty much used four different oh. Um, singers for her. And it's supposed to be the same yeah. character singing? Same character, yeah. <laughs> <Four different laughs> you know who Maria, Mc-
3: Maria McKee wind- winds up filling in for Natalie Merchant in 10,000 Maniacs when she left and went oh, solo. Oh, really? Out. Oh, wow. Yes, and Marilyn Martin wound up doing uh, soundtracks with Phil Collins. I believe she sang on Separate Interesting. Lives. Interesting.
1: Huh.
2: Yeah. The movie I think is good. The movie you don't like, like like Footloose, the music's terrible. If you're just concentrating on the music, but the Footloose. movie as a whole with the music it works. Stuck, it's fun. You. It's silly. It's you know what I mean. Like I don't know. I just I just think sometimes you can't separate it. But this is I think this is a fun movie. I'd like to see it again. I mean Willem Dafoe is like creepy yeah. as hell in this thing. Oh, yeah. And they and then there's the one scene where it's just like you see his shadow and then he's like watching her creepily while she's performing. You know. Some Something's going to happen. And they just, you know, just, I don't know. The tension in it, I think, is great. It's yeah, was, a tension-filled good good movie. Mama. I think it's good, yeah. I think it's like a good 80s. Yeah, like a yeah. blockbuster fun, you know. I
0: don't yeah, know. that scene I like. with his shadows, that was what opened the film. Uh oh, nowhere yeah. fast where it's great, it's where it's cutting between her, it's cutting to him, it's cutting to the yeah. motorcycle, it's cutting to his him eyes. The
2: crowd, yeah. Oh, Willem Defoe's eyes and like yeah. So I think you gotta see it as a whole. As a whole, I mm-hmm. think it works. Anthony, I have a feeling you don't agree, so I'll go with you. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the
1: movie, but okay. based on the clips that I watched, I'm not looking to sit down and watch it anytime soon. Okay. Uh, you know, Beautiful. the songs the music was well done if that's what you're into good singers it sounds like it could have been a real song but it's not a song i want to listen to still better than the monkeys you know i almost (laughs) picked the monkeys i really i I like them i I like the monkeys i know i like the show i had i had a couple of their i had the headquarters album which is the first one they actually played the instruments on
2: and I I I wish you would have picked the monkeys because I (laughs) what you picked was just ridiculous so yeah
1: (laughs) I uh, I I like the monkeys I didn't like this I didn't yeah
2: it's okay I didn't think you would this is not you know up your alley and I'm from the 80s no I know we know (laughs) yeah uh, Um, yeah I don't think this is one of the you know this one and I think Anthony's too I I feel just kind of hold themselves in the movie where I feel like you know this, like it, these they work in the in a movie, but in real life, I don't think they work. You know what I mean? Okay. As all a right. band, as a band, I don't think it works. But in a movie, this works. You know, some of the bands in our what we talk about today work. You know, and I don't know. I think I'm the only one that my band actually did a live show. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll yeah. see what's going on with that. But all right, so um, yeah, uh, Jeff.
3: Um, well, I'm a little surprised you didn't pick uh, I Can Dream About You um, because that, that was the hit and thing that's Dan Hartman and Dan Hartman prior to that was a big producer who had a big disco hit called Relight My Fire. You know, you, that, that you could hear all the time on uh, Studio 54 radio. It was on a lot of different uh, soundtracks that that featured disco music. So this was kind of like uh, really a little bit of a departure of what kind of music he made. And I thought it was a great, great pop hit. Um, As far as the Jim Steinman uh, songs that you picked, um, I love Jim Steinman. He is one in my top three songwriters of all time. I just think he's incredible. Um, Although I would have liked to have heard better voices singing these songs. You know, like like, uh, Bonnie Tyler is... Man, she you know she really had that rasp that you know that, that dramatic flair that he goes for. It's the reason why he collaborated with Meatloaf and the, uh, Celine Dion. Really, you know, she also was able to capture it. I don't think these these uh, these singers did, but they were okay songs. I did do what Dustin suggested, and I did watch like video clips, mm-hmm. you know, to try and get a sense because I never saw this movie because like you know like like you said at the top. Um, it was a little confusing. I didn't know what, you know, what what, what they were kind of going for, what kind of movie it was. So I just kind of passed on it. But I mean, they, they weren't terrible songs, you know, but, you know, as, as far as like songs that these that Simon wrote in the past, I didn't think they were as good.
2: Yeah. And like I like I was saying about Footloose, like if you just heard Footloose and never saw the movie, you'd be like, this is awful. But I if only you, heard Footloose and never saw the movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. Well, well, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. But it, but the movie, it, it works perfectly. Yeah. But I think, you know, so I think that's another thing with this. Like with all the drama that's happening in this movie, it works. These songs work, you know. Mm-hmm. So what was with Kevin
3: the, Bacon's name in it? Was it? Wasn't it like something stupid like Rel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I love bed movies. John Lithgow was in that. Like, he played he the was.
2: dad. Yeah, oh, he played the, I like him. He's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. And, uh, you know, he's a pre- he was a preacher. He played the preacher that didn't want anybody to dance is dances uh. of the devil <laughs> that's a plausible premise <laughs> well, you, you've never lived in texas my friend I haven't. <laughs> it's like a- dancing. Band band dancing. Wow. <laughs> yeah i was burning kiss albums in 80 in 82 <laughs> so yeah it's real <laughs> <laughs> very cool uh all right so uh you know what let's uh let's go to anthony <laughs> <laughs> all right Fucking okay anthony.
1: Well, let me just okay. <laughs> let me just say, I had a, a, a bunch of a, a bunch of fake bands that I was considering, but it seemed like what we were trying to do was um, pick bands that did original songs, right? And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, there that's, were that's
2: the point, yeah. But so they like could do my, some covers.
1: Yeah, but that was the problem I had because, like, so my favorite movie of all time is Wayne's World. Okay. And in Wayne's World, you know, uh, uh, crucial taunt is Cassandra's mm-hmm. band, but it's all covers. Yeah, there, she's doing ballroom blitz. She's doing uh, yeah fire. She's doing uh, whatever. It's all it's all covers. Yeah. And then there was a movie um, Airheads with Brendan Fraser mm. and Adam Sandler and Steve yeah. Buscemi, and they had a band, and they had uh, the Lone Rangers. And then mm. he had a song, but it was an old uh, punk song from a band called Reagan Youth mm. that they did in the movie. So I was having a hard time finding a fake band that I liked with original <laughs> songs, and uh, so I I picked uh, the the band from School of Rock, which I think was called <laughs> School of Rock, uh, with with Jack Black. Who I think is great. I was also thinking maybe Tenacious D is considered a fake band, but then I was starting
2: to. I mean, no, I love Tenacious D. Now, nah, if you can perform, didn't... sell tickets, then you're a real band. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I didn't realize that they had won Grammys, so I was like, okay, they're they're, they're yeah. not a fake band. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I love too. their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play shows and whatever, but they started out, you know, like being kind of a. They had like yeah. a TV show and they did sure, the movie sure, 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 and whatever. Sure. So. Um, so anyway, I went with, uh, School of Rock, uh, which is, I saw an interview where Jack Black said it's his, uh, favorite movie that he did in his entire career was School of Rock. Um, and I think the song is great. The song was, um, it was written by one of the dudes from the band, uh, the Mooney Suzuki. Oh, and also yeah and then and also uh the uh, uh uh mike white the screenwriter uh helped write the song and jack black sings and the all the kids play instruments and and do the backup vocals and and all that stuff so um i don't know i liked it it's a, it's a great movie <laughs> and i think it's a good song i i would listen to the song just as the song it's kind of an acdc sort of vibe to it yeah, yeah. they could just listen to acdc <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, one thing I want to say You said something that surprises me It's like, you don't have to like the band That we, you know, talk about on the show Like, I do it yeah. all the time Like, I don't like Elvis Costello But I talked about his album Like, I think it's in oh, you know I just yeah. want everybody to know that I think it makes it interesting when you don't like the band and you cover it anyway and you're like, oh, when oh, you talk you know. about a yeah, thing that you don't so let's, like. so let's put that out there in the uh, Dustin's Vinyl universe where yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't have to well, love I, the band. I brought same Anger well, a yeah. couple of weeks back. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It kind of did go with the theme, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, worse. But, uh, uh, yeah,
1: that's interesting, though. Yeah, pick one. Yeah, you don't pick have to like them. I'm just saying if, like. they,
2: if they go in the genre of what we're talking about. Um, I think this movie is fantastic for sure. It's definitely it's the Jack, you know, was black that we all love. Like, I think the way he, you know, inspires everyone in the movie and, you know, everyone in, that's watching it, you know, it's all about like finding this thing, pulling. Things out of children that we normally don't pull out of children, which, you know, usually it's like, oh, you got to be good at math and writing and like nobody's encouraging this other lane that that I wish I had as a kid. You know, I wish there were somebody that like encouraged me as an artist and, you know, things like that, where they just kind of like made fun of it, you know, because I didn't, you know, make the grades they wanted or, or was into the things that they were teaching and stuff. So I love the idea of this whole movie. Um, The band itself They are good There are obviously kids That know how to play But at this But I can't not watch it And think of the not think of one 800 cars for kids (laughs) 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 I mean As good as they are It's still It's just a bunch of kids You know And I know they're playing But it's still I'm just like Oh my god I I gotta I I gotta Get my car And like Donate it You know So it's just You know It's a little It just feels corny When little kids Are playing music you know that's, it just always comes off corny you know the kids are like you know because they're stupid they're stupid kids they're not they, you know they don't they yeah. don't know anything yet they're not rock and roll so they're they're too innocent for it and then like he pulls it off i mean he's just doing the whole thing he's the maestro of this whole thing and creating this you know fun that's that's making it work and yeah. the acdc cover is fantastic and you know yeah, he, no, he sings it as good as acdc but i just feel like you know, it's it, it is a good time, but uh, you know, far as taking it serious, you know, maybe. Uh, when the movie came out, they probably could have done a couple of shows. You know, yeah. de- definitely with him, they could have. You know, with I don't it, know if the band have, would, would hold on have its have, own. But. Yeah, they would have to have <laughs> yeah. him.
1: But I you know, I think maybe that's the trade-off because. Yeah. So, like uh, in this movie, they do all the songs and stuff, and you know, another one I consider because you suggested uh, that thing you do,
3: mm-hmm. and that's a great, great song movie. from a yeah. fake band, but absolutely
1: the actors. Are not playing on the recording.
3: Yeah. No, it's the band Fountains of Wayne. Interesting. Yeah, it was
1: written by that yeah. dude. And yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, I think, I think he's some s- of this is what's happening. Like even Jeff's uh, band, it's like, you know, maybe the band is real, but the singer's not. Yeah, and yeah. the guy's lip syncing and whatever. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so
1: that's why I went. You did a good job. You don't have to. (laughs) I'm
2: still going to make fun of you that you chose this child band, which is just funny. It's perfect. Of course you did. You never, you know, it's always going to be something weird with you, which that's why you're on the show. Because you have your kink shirt with your Beatles. You know what I mean? Like, that's who you are. I like it. I like it. it. You You should buy this shirt. And Anthony does it. He Before he gets... uh, a cease uh cease and desist <laughs> letter. Um yeah. and you should buy these shirts. Yeah, buy my King's Needle shirt before I
1: get uh sued for, for a trademark uh infringement.
2: Very cool. Uh Adam, what do you think of the old um, school of rock band? School of Rock.
0: I uh <clears throat> I remember this uh I you know I haven't seen this movie since um since it I think it since it came out, but I remember it being a lot of fun. It was a link later film. Yeah. I think this was this was Jack Black's first lead role, right? I think so, um, yeah. Feel well, he's done I mean feels feels like it but yeah cuz he had high fidelity and uh um, oh, yeah. County before He's of the cable oh, okay. oh orange yeah. County. he did, uh, yeah i guess he's a but supporting he in, role yeah supporting roles in those um but um but i, I mean you could, could tell like even um uh high, I, I mean I, I don't even remember did he did he sing in high fidelity he's he sang, yeah he's sang uh, in, the in the record store but yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah he's don't great. they do a
0: show at the end oh they do something? you're right
2: you're right he does yes, let's get it on Yep. Yeah. Was that him? Was that... it was, that uh, was him Probably. Singing. That guy can do anything. He's a song yeah. and dance man. He can do whatever. I'm
1: surprised he didn't sing in the Cable Guy. I just watched that the other day in
2: the Jim great Carrey He's yeah. great in it. Yeah. He's oh, great. they had a karaoke scene, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's there. He just doesn't sing.
2: Well, yeah. Sometimes you don't feel like singing in every movie, you know? <laughs> 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 you gotta pay for that, baby. That's true. <laughs> That's probably what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to sing? Double the salary.
0: <laughs> uh but, jeff oh are you finished Adam? Sorry, am i was gonna say the, the other thing high today this is a school rock is a great soundtrack i mean you have the modern lovers on it metallica was on it uh the darkness the darkness and black keys are on it yeah definitely a definitely a pretty good soundtrack yeah no it's
2: great it's a
3: fantastic movie i like it
2: it's just funny
3: um jeff yeah, um, I like, it. I, I love this movie. I think Jack Black absolutely can sing. I don't know if you ever heard him do uh, more than words. He did it with Fallon. It was excellent. He's great. He can kind of like a spook. Oh, I really did. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's great. What I like about him in this movie is how low-key his performance is. Like, he's not over the top at all. Um,
1: <laughs> you know. Well, you know, it's funny, because compared to Tenacious D stuff, it's a little toned yeah, down. Yeah, it's, it's
3: true. But you know what? I think all the songs on on it are great. Um, the originals, the covers. Um, it also has the greatest name in a movie. Mr. Schneebly is such <laughs> is such a great name. Ned Schneebly. it's it's such a funny name and the guy who played Ned Schnee because he takes over his character to get the job at at the private school Uh, because you know he got kicked out of his band um and here's a little uh pizza trivia is that final scene when they have like the the big uh contest um that was filmed at the St. George Theater right here on Staten Island oh wow I didn't know that yeah, that's a great theater. I saw Peter Frampton there. It's it's, it's fantastic. Acoustic. So uh, yeah, I mean, this was a good choice, man. I, like, I, like I said, I thought this was a really good uh, fake band. I, I think I think if if I was you, I would have picked uh, that thing you do because that mm-hmm. that is such a great movie. Both these yeah. movies, they come on TBS or something. Yeah, that, and you're and flipping. Just, you put yeah. down the remote and you wind up finished watching.
2: It's it. pretty great. I love. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, think I've seen the thing you do. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, you
3: would love it. You yeah. would
2: absolutely love it. That's a wait. You didn't film. see it. I don't think I saw it. I've seen, like, I don't think I've watched it like all the way through. I mean, I'm very familiar with the the movie. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I just didn't. You you didn't see Streets of Desire, bro. So whatever.
1: (laughs) I haven't seen Footloose.
2: I never saw Footloose.
1: (laughs) How are you on a music show and you haven't seen Footloose? (laughs) I have seen Spinal Tap.
2: Yes. All right. Talk about that soon. Um. Cool. All right. So we all covered it. Everybody got covered. Everybody, yep. hold on. Everybody, we good? We good? <laughs> we get. we get. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we need anybody. Flip it out. Uh. Cool. 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 All right. So-
3: So let's go, Jeff. What do you got, buddy? All right. So I did. uh, I picked Eddie and the Cruises Um, movie came out, I believe, in 83. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, did okay at the box office. Not a major hit, but okay. Um, But what happens is in and I think Adam found out about it this way or or had talked about at one point in 84, the movie goes on HBO and really finds an audience and the thing kind of blows up. Um, the movie takes place, uh, this fictional band down in Jersey Shore, Eddie and the Cruises, and Eddie Wilson, who's played, I, I can't believe we have, Michael Paré has made what, two movies, and we're movies, covering yep. them both today, okay, because <laughs> yeah. he, is, he is the lead in this, and you also have a, a young uh, Tom Beringer. he's the word man uh, in, in the movie, and uh, it's kind of like the disappearance, like the disillusioned rock star, you know, he he made these these uh, songs for the uh, for the record company, and then he was going to release his big masterpiece, "Season in Hell," and the record company was disenchanted with it, and he he's had a hard time uh, handling fame, and he just disappears, and you don't know what the mystery of of Eddie Wilson is, but the music is done by a real life band called John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. They're from, I believe, Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, made their bones and you know, playing all around uh, Massachusetts doing the club scene. And when they got the gig, you know, they were looking for, the producers were looking for a sound. They wanted a combination of Springsteen, because it's Jersey Shore, Dion on the Belmonts, because this takes place in the 1960s, and The Doors, because he's, you know, he's, he's a mysterious guy and who kind of disappears. And we all know what kind of happens to Eddie Wilson. Um, he writes, I think on the dark side, which is one of the big hits and 10 years. And I think the producers are blown away on how good the songs are. And he winds up scoring the, uh, the whole thing. Um, yeah, but this was a real band. They play, they still play to this day and it's, it's really good. So he lip syncs the. Michael Parray is absolutely yeah. lip singing Tom Berenger's pretending to play the uh, piano. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tom Behringer on piano. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's the funniest thing. I have actually seen this movie either, but I did I did watch all the videos. And it's like just watching Tom Behringer. I'm just waiting for like some gun to come out and him yes. just run. Sergeant <laughs> <Yeah>. Sergeant Bonds. <laughs>
3: Maybe the best character in any movie. Yeah. Somebody's Bons. gonna get hey. shot.
2: Yeah. Shot in the head. Um yeah, I I never I couldn't tell if this was like a real band or not. I could cuz it seemed like it was huge. Like that video was gigantic. The uh on the dark side. Like they played that video over and over. That was a big MTV loop. Like it was always on. So that song uh I never really knew if it was a real band or not. I couldn't tell. Um, I feel like uh, Springsteen wish he had that song on the Dark Side. I mean, it's so Springsteen, but it's it's almost uh, it, a little better. Like it's polished. Like I feel like Springsteen could have really used that song to make Anthony
3: like him. But uh, I think it's um, <laughs> well, it has yeah. the saxophone. It has <laughs> has the piano in it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, this that's. Is- Yeah, this is like it's interesting this whole thing we're doing today because it's like this is like this is different. This is almost like Millie Vanilli. It's like a real band and then somebody's pretending Mm -hmm. to sing it. So, you know, it's kind of hard to like, you know, that band itself is great. And that, but who did they have sing when they were on the road and stuff? It it was Beaver Brown. Okay.
3: So there was like the Beaver Brown. Okay. John Caffey and the Beaver Brown. band.
2: Okay. So he's, uh,
3: oh, cafe. Okay. So they sing. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. And they would tour and they would sing these songs. You know, oh, okay. the three big hits off of this was "Wild Crazy Nights," T- "Tender Years," which was a ballad, and yeah. "On the Dark Side, which is, like you said, yeah. I mean, it is definitely a Bruce song.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, they're good. Uh, this is, I think, the musically, uh, this is the more serious band here. Like, I feel like it works the best out of all the bands. I feel like this is definitely like you know, these guys are like solid musicians. You know, you could tell they've you know played forever and they're they're tight they're with each other it's not a parody they're not making fun like they're a real band but uh, yeah it was good i you know like i said it was a big part of my mtv world watching and stuff uh, Anthony, you big Eddie and the Cruisers fan? No. I... <laughs>
1: I, I hadn't really heard much. I, you not know, like heard... real Springsteen, you know, like fake Springsteen.
3: Nah. Was like Springsteen it's all the to same to me. Yeah. Poor Bruce. I did
1: pick up the Springsteen kind of vibe. Um, I mean, it's well done. It sounded like it could have been a real band. to well, me. They are a real band. Yeah. But... It it didn't it, it it wasn't my thing. Yeah I, I I would say I probably would choose this over Springsteen if somebody uh, said you have to pick one. Really? I would say yeah, give me Eddie and the cruisers.
2: The hate the hate Anything is real. But, <laughs> it is real. <laughs> that is so real. With Springsteen. Shit, man, right Poor Bruce. I'm gonna have him on the hundredth episode show and he's gonna like just rip all rip Anthony for like twenty minutes.
3: Right. Yeah, he's gonna talk <laughs> about my I'll music. make sure he's
2: I'll make sure he's drinking first. So somehow gonna... we
3: can get Bruce and John coogan and Camp on. That would be oh,
0: Let me make some calls. I'll see what I can do.
2: Um, oh,
0: Adam man. Yeah, so I hadn't seen Eddie in the cruisers in years. All I remembered was on the dark side and uh him crashing the car in the river. Yes. But um over the Bridge. Yeah, mm. Over the Bridge. Right. You know, none, none of these movies, none of these, well, maybe School of Rock, but the other movies weren't on streaming. But, uh, you know, good thing Blockbuster's coming back now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, Tender Years, I was listening to it, and I'm like, this sounds exactly like Backstreet's. And pretty yeah. much, uh, yeah. pretty much the only difference, well, I mean, the main difference is the it, it opens with a saxophone on here, and, and on Backstreet's is a piano. But, I mean, this is really, I think, uh, uh I guess Dustin you said before that this it sounds a lot like polished Springsteen. Yeah. And um and all three three of these songs are very Springsteen esque.
2: No, yeah I mean you would know that more than Anthony and I because we know a lot of Springsteen. <laughs> but um but what I know is you know that's what it feels but uh, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't think I saw this movie either, but I watched the clips. It was one of those that was always on. The video was always on. So yeah. I felt like I watched the movie because the, the video is very dramatic and they show the the crashing of the car and all the stuff. So you feel like you saw most I of never, the movie.
3: I never saw the video. I, ne- I did. I, mean,
2: I saw it all the time. It was always on. It's like. Uh, but I remember
3: this used to be on HBO a lot. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, they. So like. It, yeah. Well, YouTube has the video, and it's great. It's a good video. I mean, when they used that, to
1: show the video, was it as Eddie and the Cruisers, or was it the name of the real band? I think it was both. Like they would oh. show, I think they'd show the real
2: band play,
3: the and then they in the movie. What, yeah,
2: but what would no, but, come up? But when up, they showed like, the music video, they show the band, the real band, and then they did. would show clips from the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure.
1: I but think a name that today. would come
2: up on the screen. It didn't say Eddie and the Cruisers. <sighs>
1: I
3: no, no, no. I have
2: to,
1: no, no? think.
3: No, they really think, I think okay. John Caffrey's Beaver Brown Band always got credit, like, even on the record, it got credit okay. for people uh, you because know, they wrote nice. it. Yeah,
2: very nice. You know, it's funny you're talking about Blockbuster. You know, that seems in theory, especially coming, you know, as a vinyl guy and a VHS guy and a DVD guy. But, uh, but once we're sitting on our couch and realize we got to get that video back on Sunday night, or we'll get, yeah. you know, the, the late fee. <laughs> you're gonna be like, all right, screw this, I and mean, then it's just gonna go out of business again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just,
0: no, nobody's gonna want to return videos on. Time. It's pure nostalgia. <laughs>
2: yeah, but after like a month, you're gonna be like, all right, dude, it, really, I'm gonna yeah. pay for this. I'm gonna go you it funny but vhs uh i i own this on vhs Oh, real i you know i still play vhs copies and stuff i i love the bad quality you know a lot of you kids are into the blu-ray and the good quality and the hd and all that yeah i kind of like a bad uh kind of wavy kind of like grainy (laughs) i do it well it's (laughs) It, that's nostalgia for me is when you watch something that just feels old, like the crackle on the album or whatever in yeah. the vinyl, all that stuff. I like, you know? Um, so, so yeah, and I couldn't find this. I, I was looking for, I knew I had it, but I had to find it. So I finally it was behind the TV and all that stuff. So I found it. And I'm very great. excited. So Spinal Tap, which I think is the greatest fake band movie of all a uh, band and movie of all time. This is one of the great movies. I hadn't watched it in a long time and I started watching it. It's just so freaking ahead of its time. It's Rob Reiner's first directorial, you know, debut. Like, he directs it. He comes right off out of All in the Family. You know, it's from Meathead to, like, I'm going to be a serious director in such a ridiculous movie. And the concept of this movie is, you know, they're following this band, you know, around. And and it's got, like, real people. Like, the, apparently, the guy that did the uh, cinematography... Uh, Peter Smokley, who shot Gimme Shelter so it was like he got like they got like real people to kind of film this thing and nobody got it at first like they said they premiered it in Dallas and people were like why would you cover this crappy band and like they were just like (laughs) why would you (laughs) this band is terrible nobody a lot of people didn't realize that it was you know a mockumentary if you will and so it's just really amazing Uh, comedians uh, from a TV show it was called The TV Show uh michael mckean uh harry shear, who they're both just phenomenal you catch him on the simpsons all the time nigel uh, Tufnel, uh christopher guest and david st hubbins and derek smalls and they're uh the mockumentaries is about this band they're called the english england's loudest band is kind of the whole the whole thing of this band and you you know you're on tour with them and you're watching them and they're just like you know everything from uh, the bus to the you know to the stage and everything going wrong and I watched a little thing today and um uh who was I think it was uh, Christopher Guest was talking about how he got the idea and he was said he was sitting in a hotel lobby and uh this band came up to the to the counter and uh, they were about to check in to the hotel. It was like a band of these guys he didn't know. And then the and then the manager turned to the guy and goes, "Hey man, where's your bass?" And he goes, "I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I left it at the airport." And like and they were going, "Go, you don't have my bass. You don't have my bass." And they were just doing this thing back and forth, like, "Where's my bass?" And then he said he watched it for like fifteen minutes, and he said it was the <laughs> greatest thing that he'd ever seen in his life. Like this band just having a panic attack, and this guy just doesn't know where his bass is. And he said that's where he st- the wheels started turning on. Let's <laughs> (laughs) do this fictitious band and they're just like the worst and whatever. And so, but what's one cool thing about this is they all did the music, you know, all these guys are, you know, but they're all musically inclined, like Michael McKean plays guitar and stuff like that. And so they, they recorded all the music themselves and then they just kind of, uh, they lip synced it in the movie, but it's all recorded by them. They didn't bring in crazy musicians and stuff, but I think the one, one song or two, there might be some professional guys, but mostly it's them. And that's I think cool. they do a good job. And uh, you know, Big Bottom is hilarious. You know, Love far it. as like just songs go, with like you know the you know just the uh, the lyrics alone or just my baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I like to sink <laughs> her with my flesh torpedo. You know what I mean? Like you, I mean, you could talk about you know Bob Dylan, whoever. I mean, that's some great songwriting there. And uh, it's but the bass in that is amazing. There's a double bass line that's happening lead in that song. Or... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Talk about the lead bass or no? There's two bass lines. <laughs> they're, both, yeah, there's they're both two guys playing.
1: Two guys playing bass.
2: Oh, oh, they're the two, oh! They're talking about lead.
1: They're like, yeah, you know, it's lead bass.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Then- oh, whatever. You know that more than me, but all I know is it sounds groovy. I love it. I think it's good musically. It it works. I mean, you know, without the funny lyrics, I think it's still like a decent song. Yeah, but um, but yeah, this you know. This is a movie that if you hadn't seen it, you know, Stonehenge, hilarious. <laughs> that song, like, they take, like, like a band like Yes or, like, Early Rush or whatever, and they're taking all this kind of mystical stuff, and then they make it, and then apparently, you know, in the movie, if you've seen it, you know, they try to do these Stonehenge props, and they got the, their measurements wrong, and then like, they're 18-inch. little tiny little tiny Stonehenge, it's supposed to be this big thing, and then they'd all flip it out, and then they had, like, these little people on the stage with, you know, the bells and, like... <laughs> It's just so funny, and it just, you know, it it, it it just makes it, it captures this thing that is actually happening, and you, as you're watching this mockumentary, you think it's a real band, not for even a second, you don't think it's real, and then you see, like, a movie, like, Anv- about Anvil, remember that band, and, yeah. the, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's almost the same thing, and that is a real band, like, yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But um, but I think this movie's great. I think uh, you know the whole mockumentary genre was created kind of off of this movie, and it's so ahead of its time. And the music is good, and they're good, and they've done. They did a uh, uh, they did a live show at, at Wimbledon Stadium, Wembley Stadium, and uh, they Wembley, did. You know, wow. so uh, yeah, it, it's really great. So I don't know. I feel you guys are up. You know, kind of into Spinal Tap, and Anthony, I'll start with you.
1: Oh yeah, I I love it. I I. uh. I've seen it a bunch of times. It's classic, you know. The amps go to eleven. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of the. It's. I mean, it's still referenced today. Every musician references amps going to eleven still. Nice. So, nice. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, all the songs are great. It's very funny. It's it's perfectly done. I I, I can't think of a, a a movie that's nailed it better than Spinal Tap since since then. What was that,
2: 81? Yeah, 84, I think. Oh, 84. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it made me want to do a, a movie like this about stand-up. I was like, all right, let's yeah. just do it, like mm-hmm. make fun of all the comics. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, Jeff, seemed like you're a Spinal Tap guy. Oh,
3: my God. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fanatic. I, I, I I'm And you've obs- worked
2: behind the scenes, so you know all this yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah.
3: yeah, I'm obsessed by this movie. It is... Yeah. It is easily one of the greatest movies i love christopher guest waiting for guffman is yeah. one of my all-time top bested show comedies. yeah, yeah Best I mean, show this, too. Yeah. yeah, they're great but this is the one that started it off this is yeah this is amazing i like first of all i like the packaging on it you know i like the whole idea of like going into a video store that was always an exciting thing um yeah. but the songs that you picked big bottom stonehenge and tonight uh gonna rock you uh big bottom if you hear the voice like the way he's singing it you know yeah it tell me it doesn't sound like a bto song and the voice i do you know, sounds like randy uh turner on it nice. stonehenge you you know you were saying mystical the first thing that popped into my mind was jethro Tull doing song from the wood okay <laughs> that is exactly nice. what that was um tonight uh i'm gonna rock you it was a good one too um yeah I mean, the, the, but the things about this movie, like like you know, when they when they're trying to get onto the stage, like "Hello, Cleveland," and they go yeah. around, and they run into the same uh, guy. Yeah.
2: I mean, and when come he can't on, it, then, it, it,
3: and he can't get out of the cocoon, that's my favorite. And that happen like, to Bono. <laughs> Didn't that happen yeah, to Bono? Yeah. Well, yeah. it happened on the um the oh, zoo, on, 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 zoo on, on the floor when they had the, the big glass on it. Oh, they had that's a, so funny, got a big zoo on TV. Was it that one? I don't know. Um so oh, funny. there's so many there's so many great things on on this uh Fran Dresser in the movie yeah, Bobby yeah Bobby she's great the cat yeah. and then just see the comedians that are in this Billy Crystal is yes. one of the minds Oh that's right and he's training Dana Carvey because yeah. he's got yeah. it wrong. Oh, oh wow, is that Carvey. Oh, I yes. didn't even notice. I That's forgot. fantastic. Dude, this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is easily. This is easily up there with like Tropic Thunder movies that sure. you, you can't make it ever
0: again. You can never yeah. remake a movie mm-hmm. like this. This yeah. is just perfect.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I loved it.
0: Uh Adam. Yeah, I mean, this is it, it it's such a perfect movie. It's on so many. Uh, top 100 lists. I know Empire had this as the uh number 48 of the uh top 500 greatest movies of all time. You see this all the time in like the top 10 comedy lists. And uh, you know, I when when I started listening to um, uh, tonight I'm gonna rock you tonight, just decided you know, I'm just gonna I hadn't heard this in so long. I'm like, I gotta go through the whole album and uh, you know, cups and cakes, sex farm. (laughs) <laughs> um Christmas the devil oh, so many so many good songs on here
3: Adam what was the song yeah. that they sang the title of it when they were like that like a 60s band do you oh, remember? Uh, like when they to first the Flower saw... People. Was that the one? To the Flower yeah. People. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. Sh- oh my yeah. god, that is perfect. <laughs> it's, like, it's like early kinks, that tried trying to be. Yep.
2: Yeah, or Dio. Ronnie James Dio, like, you know, he oh, went through yeah. phases. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, like a like doo band it. and stuff. Yeah, the Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good, so, man. It's so good. Yeah, I just, you know, and nobody, you know, this movie did terrible, you know, it was like one of these movies that just did awful at the box office and then it just became this cult classic and People, you, yeah. when you
3: guys watched it, you know? Did you and like none of your friends really kind of you know kind of got it? Didn't you kind of feel like you know, am I missing something? You know, am I don't? Didn't you feel like like this movie was made for you?
2: Yeah. Well, absolutely. Like, if you're, if you don't get this movie, you're, 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 you're not cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's nothing to you of value. You're just like, you're a cookie cutter, or whatever. Like, I broke up with a girl one time because she didn't understand Pulp Fiction. Like, so I get, I would not, <laughs> I would not hang out with somebody that didn't like this movie. I just wouldn't. I'd be like, all right, dude, we're done. I was, I was hoping that Anthony liked this movie because we were borderline on a couple of things. So I was really happy. <laughs> 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 you don't have to oh, like man. the cult, but you. Better like Spinal Tap. I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah. Love All right, Spinal everybody. Tap. Uh, this is a great show. Uh, you want to let us know your fake bands? You can uh, email us. Uh, check us out on the YouTube page and uh, go to vinyl record stores. Support vinyl, and I'll see you guys later. We'll see you later. We love you. Woo. Bye, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a keyboard? What was that? That was my. Uh, oh, there it my, is. My guitar. Yeah, a little more enthusiasm there. There we go. I like it. <laughs> It was just the bass at first. Oh, okay. Nice. That's how we close the show. All right, everybody. See you guys.